Uh, we welcome in Gary Danson, which, and we start in the SEC with uh, the Georgia-Florida game, uh, the annual clash. And, uh, you know, it's been all Georgia recently. So the question is, is Florida ready to uh, change the script? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, Florida's a little hotter right now, and that's a, you know, it was a tough loss. Georgia had an LSU. They just did not play very well in that football game, and I think they've had to reexamine what they're all about. But uh, I thought Kirby handled it well. You know, uh, he told his team that he was part of four championships at Alabama, national championships, and only one of those teams went undefeated. The other three had, you know, tough losses, came back, and ended up winning the national championship. Uh, it's it's tough to go undefeated, and his team, I think they have better talent than Florida. I think Florida is uh, what Dan has done so far with his football team has been pretty amazing. Uh, I would be surprised if Georgia does not show up and play like uh, the team I think they are. All right. Uh, I have to mention Purdue for last week, not just beating, <laughs> yeah. not just yeah. beating Ohio State, but uh, according to Urban Meyer, exposing Ohio State, uh, whipping him decidedly. They go to Michigan State, always tough after a week of getting patted on the back to go play somewhere. Uh, right. Michigan State comes off a loss where Michigan kicked no, uh, Michigan State up and down the field. I mean, just killed them. Absolutely destroyed them. Uh, and, I'm, I'm no, a, yeah, yeah. and Michigan's defense just owned them. If they didn't fumble the ball on their seven-yard line, they never would have scored Michigan State. Uh, but Exactly. Yeah, but uh, the question is, uh, first of all, how shocked were you by Purdue? Well, I'm really happy for the for the program. What Jeff Brown has done is, is is quite amazing, and it shows you what you know a difference one player can make. Their freshman receiver more, and you know this is a player that and narrowed it down at the end. He chose Purdue over Ohio State and Alabama. He had a connection to Purdue, and it shows you what a player of his magnitude. You know, imagine him playing for Alabama. I don't, you know, would he even be playing on the field right now? But it shows you what a player like that can make the other guys on the field just that much better of a football team. They what? They won four straight. They lost their first three uh, games of the year. But I don't really understand what Ur- Urban was saying about getting exposed. That, that, that was a little surprising to me. Though. Maybe he's just grabbing for a word. I don't know what, what he means by that. I mean, you know, Ohio State's had tremendous recruiting classes. Uh, they've been able to score points on everybody. They seem to be more talented across the board than Purdue. And for Ohio State to go into that game and throw 73 passes. Now, I know they were behind and they had to play catch-up, but they just didn't look like Ohio State. I just, I, I, was, I had my mouth open, my, open the whole game watching Ohio State play against Purdue. I was waiting for I was just waiting for the time they were going to line up and say, all right, we're going to slow this thing down. And we're going to run right at you and kind of rest our defense a little bit and show you that we can play smash mouth. And they didn't do it. And, and I, I don't know why, you know, I, I'm as surprised as this as I was when Urban played Michigan State and he ran Zeke Elliott four times in that game. I'm just as surprised about this game. Well, the thing that I thought, I, what I thought he meant is we no longer have our big defender and we gave up almost 600 yards of offense. So yeah, now, I, but he now, had, but now, he had now that. Now people can he, move the ball on us. Yeah, but I, I, but he didn't, I mean, he didn't have them before either. I, I, I'm surprised. I, I, I have to admit, you know, uh, 
I mean, that's that's amazing. When 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 do you see them give up that kind of yard? I mean, they gave up. Purdue had 539 yards in the game and and 160 rushing. But 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 they just didn't seem to have any other gear but to throw the ball, and that's what surprises me about their style of play. Uh, I mean. You can't tell me they don't have a couple tailbacks that can slow the football game down, let your defense catch a breath. Are you really just going to try to play, you know, spread passing game the whole game? If your defense is exposed, well, then play to it. Play like Iowa or Wisconsin or the way Michigan's playing. I, I, I strategically, I, I, I had a tough time figuring out what they were doing. I watched Michigan, Michigan State, and I came away with this. Uh, number one, he's got a big-time defense. Number two, yep. he's got a back who's durable. And number three, he's got a quarterback that can make a third-down play with his legs or his arm. That's enough to give him a chance this year. He has to beat Ohio State. He'll beat Penn State, I think, uh, next week. He then has two soft games, Indiana and Purdue and uh, Rutgers. And then he goes to, the, to, to Columbus on the 24th for the game he has to win. And this is the year with that defense and with enough versatility on the offense, he's got to win that game this year. Well, what I came away with it is that, it, you know, the question I had uh, a few weeks ago, and maybe you and I discussed and I do a lot of these things, is can an offense like the way Michigan's playing in modern-day college football, can they win? And, yes, I think they can. I Georgia think they can. almost did. No, Georgia almost can. did it a year ago. Because right? I think Georgia he can pass to... it enough. I think he can throw it enough to be dangerous. Well, my, my thing is Georgia just did it. Okay, and I've been asked this every time is can you do it without spreading the ball around? Can you play to a defense and win? And I think you can. Now, yes, going to Columbus is not easy. I mean, it, you know, it's. I Very remember hard. last year. Very hard. Remember last year, as good as Alabama was, as good as Georgia was, when they went to Auburn and played on Auburn's field, Auburn smoked them. Okay, and that's really what Michigan's going to be up against. And you say he has to win. I get it. You know, I mean, it, well, it's, it's time. time for him I mean, to produce, time. but it yeah, will not time. be an yeah. easy game. It will no, not it will easy. not. It will. It, yeah. But they have, they have the remnants, they have the makings this year of what they need to do to have the win. I mean, I've seen – now, the only thing I'd worry about them right now is I worry about their kicking game. Other than that, I think they're okay. I think – you know, I don't know about their field goal kicker, but other than – and they might need him in that game. But uh, the quarterback can make – he's not great, but he can make enough plays. He can make a play with his leg. He can make a play with his arm. And they have a back who's durable. I mean, he's going to get – that back's – you know, he, he gets 100 yards every week, that back. Well, and I like the way they – I do think in modern college football, with the number of RPOs they do now, when the offensive linemen are four yards downfield, playing zone defense and depending on your linebackers to play the run and also play the pass, you get exposed. So you have to match up man-to-man. That's exactly what they will do against Ohio State. And if they can do it the way they played in that football game that we just saw, I mean, Michigan State – why they just self-destructed. I mean, it was hard to even watch Michigan State play like that. I, you know, I, I thought they would, they would have more for Michigan. But um, I do think the formula that Michigan's bringing gives them a chance against any of the high-powered teams. They're going to slow it down, and they're going to get in the receiver's face, and their front seven can play. They can ball. So I, 
you know, I like to make up their team, and you know, I've been I've been saying that all year that I thought Michigan was a team that could win it. Yeah, I said it first week. That did I did a show and said it, and then I felt bad that I said it because the way they played the game at Notre Dame, I felt like, oh boy, was I wrong? You know, as well. Yeah, it was. You know? uh, as we talked, though, I thought that was a game that they they got a little bit surprised. New offense, defensive coordinator, their offensive line wasn't ready. And I think Michigan's a much better team. And after, you know, we didn't really talk about this. You know, it's tough to move the ball against Michigan State. They stacked the box. They played no, bump they, and run no, they play tough. It's never no, they, pretty. Yeah. It's no, never they, pretty against Michigan State. No, hard, so hard I, team to play against. I agree. Hard team bet. to play against. And, and a team that's always good defensively, very sound defensively. So I agree. A very hard team to play against. Uh, you know, there's, there's not a lot to this season now. There really isn't. Alabama's on their own level by a, a lot. Clemson's rolling along. Notre Dame is rolling along. Uh, Michigan's getting ready to go, you know, play Penn State and then go play Ohio State. This is going to be an easy one to figure out. There's not a lot of pieces to this season. Yeah, to me, it's all up to Alabama right here. You know, I mean, if they I don't think anybody's beating them. I don't think anybody's beating them. Well, we'll we'll see. I mean, if anybody does, it's the the scenario that they're going to face. I mean, playing LSU at night in Death Valley, and they're a legitimate team. They're they're not the greatest team I ever saw, but they're the legitimate, legitimate team. Now, you know, unfortunately Quarterback's for too LSU, good. Quarterback's too good. Unfortunately for LSU, though, this suspension for their linebacker on a ticky-tack uh, targeting, I, I wouldn't mind if they called um, Devin White, uh, number 40 for LSU, on roughing the passer. That was fine with me. But the targeting, I thought, was way out of line. He shoved him, and I thought it was stretching it, considering he will not play the first half. The, he is the best player on LSU's team. He's the quarterback for their defense, and he's the best they got against that RPO package of Alabama. And the only equivalent player that you could take off Alabama to match Devin White would be two. That's how tough it's going to be for LSU losing Devin White. I don't know if if people are noticing, but on a smaller scale, Alabama's <laughs> running the same kind of stuff that the Kansas City Chiefs are running. They're running exactly the same. Exactly or, same. Or, or the, the same. other way around. Yeah. yeah. Or they're, each or the they're copying around. each other. They're running the same <laughs> exactly. offenses. That's exactly right. Or the right. other way around. Absolutely. You got, you got the two guys, and they're killing everybody, and they're running the same stuff. The quarterback, and you know, the, you know, it's you got the back, you got the, you got the receiver. The receiver makes the move. You read one, you read the other. Boom, there you go. Well, and the other part of it is the the really the change that's happening now in college football, and you can see the Kansas City Chiefs are doing it. Instead of putting your possession receiver in the slot like a Wes Welker, you're putting your speed guy there. Yep. And you're getting him on the safety. That's what Tariq Hill. Yep. The NFL breaks you down, and it's a straight line. Yes, it's a very effective. I and mean, you're right that uh, Waddle and Devontae Smith are doing that for Alabama. Yep. And I and it's going to be real interesting how the defenses uh, adjust to this because you and cannot it's an easy, allow. And it's an easy read for the quarterback. And it's a shorter throw. You don't have to throw the ball all the way to the sideline. You throw it down the middle. So yep. it's a much easier throw for the quarterback. And, and, if, and, and as long as they're good ball handlers, and they both are, it's a very easy play. It really is. You know? And, and, well, Nick, and, we interviewed uh, Nick Saban Friday night before the game. Uh, and he said, Gary, you would not believe how easy the reads are in the RPO game. He said, yep. now on third down, all, all's fair. You know, they get right. to do what they want. Right. But before third down, 
He said, we've got it down where the quarterback, it's black, white. There it's easy. is no it's, gray. It, it's easy. It's as easy as read. You, you could give that to any first-year quarterback in the NFL. It's the easiest thing well, in the world. Well, and that's one, of the reasons, that's one of the reasons Sam Darnold is having some success and Baker Mayfield is having some success. They've grown up in this system, yep. and whether they're reading it in college or pro, it's not that much different. Amazing. I mean, absolutely amazing. And, and, you know, I'm watching the Chiefs last week, and I was watching Ben. I said, they're running the same thing. I said, (laughs) I'm saying it's working in both places like crazy. They're running it like crazy. Well, and Doug Peterson did it last year, you know, with Philadelphia, and and, and that's why they had that string of success that even though they lose their quarterback, Nick Foles comes in there and says, this isn't so hard. I I I got a weird game for you today. Here's the question. Okay, Utah's a good team, very good team, underrated team. Play tonight against UCLA. The last two weeks, the light's gone on for UCLA. Totally. Has UCLA given them a game tonight? Has the light gone on for real, or does Utah bury them tonight? I I I think I feel like it's open. I don't want to turn this into a betting show. No, but you know what? I find that interesting. To me, that's interesting. I I want to see if Kelly has it going or not against Utah. It's a Friday night. People will watch the game. And I'm thinking, I wonder if if UCLA has turned the corner tonight. That's a tough test. Utah is really good. And here's the other half of it. Here's the other half of it. Utah has been playing some very physical games, and they're on a short week. So when you put that together, it does even make it, you know, a, a reason to do more than tune in, as you might say. Yes, it's a, it's a it's it's a fun game. I want to see if Kelly's got it going. The last two weeks they've showed up. You know, they beat Cal in Arizona, fine, and you know after being bad early, they they did. So that makes it interesting. We'll, we'll see. If, I'll tell you yeah. another interesting game tonight. An interesting game for PJ Fleck for Minnesota. You know, how many more chances does he have to win games? They've gotcha. really beaten nobody so far. They've got a. Nice team. Indiana's got a pretty feisty team coming in there. P.J. Fleck doesn't win this one. Yep. You know, I, I think people start asking questions right away. Yeah, and, you know, losing to Nebraska was not, not you know, after Nebraska hadn't won in 10 games. You know, he, he got it. He uh, got it. And Nebraska paid him back. For they ran, thought he ran the score up on him last year, so they paid him back. They did. All right, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks. All right, thank you. Got thank it. you. Gary Danielson, there you go. So, I mean, tonight that game, UCLA is a ten and a half point dog at home, and forget the point spread. People were killing Kelly and saying, "Boy, you can't get it." The last two weeks, he's gotten UCLA started. Now he's got them playing pretty well. Now here comes Utah. And Utah's good. I mean, Utah's legit. They beat Stanford. They, I mean, Utah's legit. They got a good quarterback. They got a good defense. Good coach. They're a good team. Is UCLA ready to go? We'll see tonight. They're home, home, and they're a ten point dog. So I, I, the game was on my head uh, to see if Kelly on a Friday night's got it going or not.